Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. friends and family live life put your foot in the water put your face in the air whatever works for you man walk a dog kick a snail whatever you like to do baby as long as it doesn't hurt anybody so yeah no things were good here we didn't work too much this weekend a little bit on saturday just to catch catch up with some projects and uh some customer cars we had some stuff last week that was just lingering man with some some tough cars Woof. um Man, I'll tell you right now. Um, traverse, sideswipe, deep shot. I'm going to try to put it up on the gram. Um, I'm hoping to God I took some after pictures. Um, I think she's going to come back. we got to buy a new uh, wheel arch molding for her. So, man, I was proud of that one. That one took a while, though. It was about the size of a baseball bat and about the width of a baseball bat and the depth. I mean, holy crap. Pearl white, of course. Inverted body line. Thank God there was some room in there. Mostly glue pull, a little bit of tool for the finish, the finale. But uh, that, we had a Cherokee Fender, freaking crazy town. We had a uh, town and country Fender lip washout, dent, sideswiped in the snow. You name it, man. Just Jake took care of a nice 7 Series uh, hard hit with a door misaligned. Like the bottom of the door was bent. Black, of course. So yeah, we took down some shizzle, man. It was it was good. Really proud. Proud of our team this week. Um, but we had some customers. I will tell you this. Man, I'll tell you right now. We I, we, I don't know, man. Maybe it's me. Maybe we've got great reviews, but these people, holy moly. The lady, if you, this is what's, oh, I think I was told you I was going to tell you guys. So the lady that dropped a nag on me about three months ago, because they're just over the top. My God, we did everything we could to make them happy, and she just—I couldn't make this lady happy. You know, I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to blame anything else except we just couldn't connect. I thought the car looked great. Everybody else thought the car looked great, but she just—you know. And then three months later, they hit me up and say, "Hey, the driver's side window—it's not quite perfect. We didn't really use it that much during the rains, and now that it's warming up." Um, you know, it just, it's a little slower and this and that. I'm like, the car's eight years old. It's got 80,000 miles on it. You know, these, this isn't a new, if it was a brand new car, we'd have an argument. And this is the people that hit me up and said, you know, they left a negative view. And I, so I said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger man here. Bring it in, bring it on down, James Brown. And, uh, and they did. And so 
I always deal with the husband. The wife's kind of like, like the enforcer, you know. And, and the husband's is sweet as sugar. This guy's cool. I, I, I don't know. I always thought we got along, but so I said, hey, I'm more than happy to look into this. And if I can fix it, of course there'll be no charge. If it needs parts and something the insurance isn't gonna take care of, that will be on you. However, the mere fact that I am agreeing to do this should speak volumes of my character because your wife did drop a negative review about us. A one star. Not a three, not a four, a one. Normally, another business in a situation like this, I would think might move in a different direction and, and politely tell the customer your business is better off elsewhere. But I am agreeing to take care of this, even though I'm not obligated. And I'll explain to you why. And so I, I showed him his car and I said, look, this car is older. This is the window, that, it's not. It's the driver's side, it's not a passenger rear or something. This window gets used the most and of course it gets worn out the most. And I'll, although I'm still gonna try to adjust it, more than likely when I open it up and I'm gonna find some worn parts and that's what insurance would say. They would say, hey, we're not, we're not liable for this part of the repair. We, but we did what insurance said. We replaced your door shelf, even though I PDR'd the shit out of it, and I thought well, I probably could have sold it. I thought, eh. And in hindsight, damn good thing, because this lady was an, is an absolute Nazi. So I asked him, I said, look, I'm going to take care of it. Would you mind talking to the wife and maybe seeing if she might rescind this negative review for our positive, you know, a, a, a positive experience here? I didn't even know she did that. Okay. What's the chance of that? What's the chance the wife's going to drop it? I mean, it's possible. I don't know about you guys that are married. My wife, if she's going to drop a negative review and the husband was the, 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 the what do you call it? The frontline gorilla taking care of the war. She would have told me. I'm dropping a negative review on these mofos. They've had too many chances to fix my car and I'm not happy. All right, hey, I get it. I get it. You can't win them all. I try to win every freaking game. Sometimes I drop a ball. I, I'm human and I drop the ball. We just, we couldn't make this lady. I mean, we did everything. The paint, the door shutting with the finger flick, everything they wanted us to do. Fiery hoop, we're jumping through it. Come on, boys. Jeff, you go first. So, he says, I'll talk to her. I'll see what I can do. All right. We stayed late. He dropped the car at 5 o'clock at night. We stayed late. I brought one of my uh, my hired guns in, Vadim, the crazy Ukrainian. Him and I tore that door down. I found a couple things. We adjusted it. And he also showed me how it is worn out. You could take the glass when it was rolled halfway down and move it about a quarter inch front, frontwards and backwards to the front of the car and the back. The track is definitely worn. He's like, Brian, look. I'm like, cool. So we, we rolled it up and down. It, it didn't, it, before it had a little hitch. We got the hitch out of it but it still rolled up slowly because the motor and everything else, it's binding. It's worn out. It needs a new regulator, a new motor. But we fixed what we could. We did improve on it, and guess what? I even freaking washed the car. One time she complained there was some dust on top of her steering wheel. Literally. And, and we're all like, look at her, it's like, the car's been sitting here for a week, we're waiting for a part. But you know what? I get you. And it had new damage on the right side, had damage in the front. I documented everything in case they would come at me and say, hey, you did this, no. So I, I documented everything, but no, I didn't hear any of that. They thanked me, picked it up. Didn't thank me for the wash or whatever. We'll see. I haven't checked to see if she pulled it off yet, but it'd be nice if she did.
So anyway, on that note, um, before we get into today's ep episode, EpiPen, um, a lot of people were hitting me up and commenting about uh, Hail Broker and running your own retail hail spot. And I responded to all you guys. Hopefully I was able to help. I appreciate the responses. That, that episode seemed to resonate with a lot of people. People are still, there's people that listen are thinking about becoming a hail broker or they want to just, you know, dream or whatever. But, uh, and then even running their own uh, retail hail spots, which is great. We're having an, an epic season. This is, uh, you know, I mean, you're a little late in the hail broker game, not to say you couldn't make a few bucks, but if you want to go out and push some freaking frozen ice, there's a lot of work out there, kitties. So I hope I helped you guys. Go make some huge money. And a former student hit me up from about over 20 years ago. And he said he's well over the, the million dollar threshold. And he's, I'm super stoked to hear that. I, the fact that I trained somebody, me and or my staff, Jesse, Josh, whomever, Sharif. We got a customer or the former student. And, and this, this happens quite often. But, but it was good from somebody 20 years ago. They're still pushing. So thank you. Thanks for, for reaching out. I hear from former students every now and then. And, and it's cool. And I really appreciate it. It's, it. It really does. It makes my day. There's a lot of value. I get, honestly, I get more out of that than I do pay to do this stuff. I make a lot more money pushing metal than I do training how to push metal. It is what it is. And we have a student coming in, a Brazilian, uh, this week. So you'll probably, hopefully, hear some stories. Diogo. Diogo the Bruiser. So he's coming in. D-I-O-G-O. And Bingo was his, yeah, name was. Um, all right. So, and if you check Instagram, you're a social media guy. Or gal, check out Igor. He's been doing some crazy good work. Former student again at PCH Dent Repair. Um, he's doing a ton of Teslas. And he's doing lateral pulls, pushes, all kinds of shizzle. He's got his new shop. And it looks like he's freaking hitting the ground running. We're I reached out to him. We're going to get him on the pot. So again. So last time, horrible audio. It was my fault. Uh, so anyway. Um, what else? What else is going on before we get going? Uh <clears throat> let's see. Let's talk about pricing dents a little bit because um, we had a handful of people come in, for, even people that have used me before. Oh, you know, I got a mobile guy that says he'll do that for 400 All right, Go right ahead. Have the mobile guy take out that freaking smash in your quarter panel. It's good luck. I'm not saying mobile guys can't do it. There are some guys out there that can, but without having great lighting and all the equipment and, and pull stations and everything, good luck with that one. And this guy's car was immaculate. And, and how do you explain? I mean, the guy, he came here, he knew, I mean, I was over double that. I was like 1100 1200 bucks for this repair. Two body lines, you know, dude, all right, good luck. A lot of people that come in are price-centric with quality number two. They don't understand the consequences, the risks. They just don't. They think every PDR tech, they think every auto body tech, we're all the same. No matter if you get you know your work done in, in a small shop or a big one. Some people, I think, think that the big shops are better. Some people think the dealers are better. I had a, I'm just going to take it to the dealer. Uh, okay. Good luck with that. And the same thing goes with the big shops. I'm just going to take it to, I took it to you because I was trying to save money. I didn't, I could have gone to the big shop. Oh, Right. So you think the big shops do great work and the little guy can't. But we're cheaper, therefore. That is a perception. It's something we all need to recognize, especially you guys that are getting into shops. 
know that some people are going to think, regardless of your reviews, that the big shops are better. The big shop should have a 3.4 rating or 3.8, which the closest Tesla certified shop that I compete with does. He's a 3.4 or 3.6. And people still think that guy does better work? Are you kidding me? All right. Whatever you think. Bigger, more corporate, lower reviews. And you think that just bigger is better. In some instances of life, porn star, for example, yeah, that'll play. So, and the crazy thing is, is my, my son and I were talking about because he helps write sheets. And we're like, we don't want to sell. We don't want to sit and go, listen, da, da, da. They don't want to hear it. They're going to start rolling their eyes. So he's like, you know what? I think I just need to hit him with the with the fear the fear factor. Just say, you know what? Feel free to take it somewhere else, but if they mess it up, we ain't going to be able to fix it. We're going to have to paint it at that point. That's kind of the line he's going with. I, I generally don't roll that. I generally roll, hey, look. You know what? You know what you're going to get with us. If you do go somewhere else and the metal does get stretched, I, I may not be able to fix it. And at worst, you're paying twice to get something done right instead of paying a fair price once. That's kind of the, what I what I go with. And then let them, let them do what they're going to do. I had a lady walking me because she kept grinding me down. She wanted to save 50 bucks on her, on painting two doors on her black X3. I, I already have somebody do, do it cheaper. I bet you do. But with us, if you check their reviews, you probably have an idea you're going to get it done right. But if price is your first priority, go right ahead. And I didn't go into another line saying, because you don't realize probably that we all, we all don't do the same work. There's a huge difference. So I'm going to give you a, a WWYD. What would you do? And then I'm going to give you a little footnote to this story. This kind of all goes into pricing, which I'd like to talk about which if you guys haven't figured it out. X7 comes in about three weeks ago. Dark blue. X7's a near eighty to $100,000 plus SUV. It's the pimp daddy, you know. I mean, it, it's got so much gadgetry in it, it takes two or three batteries to run it, and the batteries still typically fail. That's how big an X7 is. Aluminum doors, fender, sideswipe. I rode the front door for PDR, and I'm like, I'm pushing it. Had a lot of scratches. I'm like, I, I think they'll come out. I don't know, but I think they will. And then the rear door, I said 100% we're painting. It was too deep. Fender, I go, we should paint that fender lip molding, and I can try to polish the fender. All right, how much? Rode for $1,900. Too cheap, by the way. Too cheap. And... You got to be careful when you try to give somebody a deal, especially on a car like that. You are, you are pre-vetting yourself for customers that probably aren't going to be the best for you if you're a premium-priced mofo like me. So he still went and shot me. Still went. And I think he found one other person that would do a little bit cheaper. Great. And then he had a couple of his regular shops, like he would say, that were more. Didn't want to say how much more, but I'm. I'm willing to say five to eight grand, okay? Maybe even more. Most shops don't even work on aluminum. They replace. So two X7 doors, you know what that's going to run? That's at least five grand right there. Yeah. No, really, just the door shells. And then you got paint and labor and everything else. I was $1,900. So he came back after two weeks, probably shopping. Hey, is it going to be perfect? I'm considering using it. I said, no, it's not. And I just saw that he was trying to get me, you know, to put me in an impossible situation. No, it's not. 
We paint in a booth, but it's not a clean room. You're going to see a couple bits of dust if you look for them. Well, if I look down the car, it's going to be straight. Oh, yeah. Our bodywork and our PDR is on point. It's going to be straight. The bylines, you're not going to be surfing some blocky. It's going to be looking great. It's going to look nice. How about the color match? Best in the business. I'll match my color match up with any big box shop in town. For real. How long's the warranty? 10 years. Shit. All right. Let's move forward. Like, shit, do I really want to take this job on? I don't know if I want it. This guy, he's just too many questions, and I just, I don't know. I just get the feeling he's just going to hammer me at the end, you know, and try to grind for a deal or something. Um, so, we take the car in. And before he leaves, I have my painter look at it about the scratches. And Jeff, who is more adept at paint scratches than I am, he's like, Brian, those scratches aren't going to come all the way out. And so I told the owner, I go, look, he says they're not going to come all the way out. I think they might, but I'm not saying they will. Why don't we do this? Why don't I cut and buff it for free? And if they come out, we move forward with not painting the front door. Otherwise, if they don't, then you can decide what you want to do as far as painting or whatever. Sounds fair. All right, cool. Later that day, wet sand, 1,500, 75% come out. 25% are still there and still show. It's dark blue. I'm talking, it looks like pinstripes from the back to the front of the front door. All right, no, they didn't come out. Jeff was right. Sorry, Jeff. I owe you a beer. Text a video and a static photo of the remaining scratches after I repolished it back out. Hey, some bad news. Scratches didn't come out. Let me know if you want to paint or what you want to do. Mind you, I, at that point, I went into push to paint mode. Okay, which is dangerous because at that point, and I, I mean, I wasn't going to sit there and try to sculpt out deep, wavy aluminum stuff with crazy crowns, which basically that door was only paying me like 800 bucks, which was stupid of me. I should have had three times that at minimum, $2,400 to $3,000 should have been the door, let alone the rest of the repair, right? I mean, I stepped on my wang so hard here. I squeaked, squeaked like a mouse when I stepped on it. Eek! So, he says, no, let's go ahead and paint it. You're right. Okay, cool. I text him. I go, it's going to be additional $475 to paint. As long as you're good with everything, I'll move forward. That was it. I never heard anything back from him. That was all in the same text string. You know where this is going, right? Fast forward a day later. Okay, a day later, it's done. My painter, I push it to paint. I hand the keys over to him. Miguel does a phenomenal job on the bodywork. He is talented. Color match on point. The blend is beautiful. I mean, it's amazing. The car looks like, honestly, like, like a million dollar shop freaking fixed it. Painted the molding, painted both doors, and kick-ass repair. Um, the customer uh, comes in to pick it up, or calls me, hey, is it ready? Yeah, it's ready. Uh, well, and I also threw in a free dent, by the way, of course, because I, you know, when I'm, when the, I don't know, I should have already known this guy was cheap. I, the more I hear myself talk, I already knew this was a bad scenario. Golf ball size dent, right rear door, top, two inches down from the top. Thank God on the X7, for those of you who don't know, there's a rubber piece of molding you pull out and there's an opening to the seam of the top of the rear door. It's better than drilling a hole. It is, it is fantastic. Went in there because of that access, had that golf ball size dent out in 10 minutes glass mind you 
glassed. High vantage point, dark blue paint. It's got to look good down the freaking block, down the row against the building. It did. It didn't flicker. Cross check, reverse check, checkity check, check. Right? Good. Comes and picks it or calls. Hey, is that other den out? Did you forget? Did I forget? Were you something I'm. No, I did not forget, Dad. The den's out. Okay, it looks great. Car's even washed. She's got a bath. She's ready to go home. Okay, I'm excited to come see it. Me too. Come on down. I see the wife pulls up in a black Cayenne Turbo. So this family either has money or fronts that they have money, even though he grinds. Okay, all right, whatever. It's obviously not, a, not an issue. And I, I figured they did. Who drives an X7 that's broke? <laughs> so, comes in. Hey, can we go look at something real quick? That's never a good sign. Bringing me back out to show me something with the car. And yeah, hold on one second. Let me grab my painter. I'm like, I don't know what he's got to look at. And I even tell my painter this. I go, he's got nothing to look at on this car. It is freaking flawless. Hey, what is this white stuff? There was about a BB-sized piece of compound between both doors where the little rubber is and then another one at the bottom uh, by the molding. Oh, that's just some wax. Jeff said, yeah, man, that'll come out with some with a, you know, car wash. You, you got a moment you could just get it off me? I go, honestly, I don't. I, I'm, I'm running behind right now. I was irritated that I'd done so much work and he's complaining about two drops of wax. So I didn't have the time at that point, which is probably the wrong move, but I don't know. I just, I just didn't like his vibe. He, there was no thankful, like blown away, no attaboy or nothing, no pats on the back, no, hey, you hit the marks, complaining about two pieces of wax. I said, the good news is when you go to wash, it's going to come out. It's going to be gone. I go, we could go grab a, a, a Q-tip or fold over white towel, but I go, Jeff, we can't use alcohol in this right now to get that off, right? No, paint's too fresh. We don't want to damage. Okay, yeah, let's wait. If you want to wash it, that's fine. Okay, cool. All right, thanks. Walks in, pulled the bill. Okay, it's 1900 plus the 475. Well, wait a minute. I would have never agreed to that. I go, do you have your phone with you? Yeah, pull up your text. Do you see the part right there where you said, yeah, let's go ahead and paint it? Yeah, but I didn't think it was going to cost. I thought the price was 1900 regardless of adding stuff on. Well, right there, I said it's an additional 475. Well, I, I didn't understand that. Wrong customer, guys. Wrong customer. I go, is there anything wrong with the, with the job? No. So it's pretty good, huh? Yeah, no, it's very good. So there's not a complaint with the work. And you did say that you don't, you approve me doing, yeah, I just didn't understand it was gonna cost me more money. So I'm gonna do more work but it shouldn't cost you more money. Yeah, I just thought every, whatever it was, was inclusive. And I'm thinking to myself, that's like going to the store and throwing a turkey and, and, and you go bring it up and then all of a sudden throw a magazine and some candy and say, you know what? I'm going to add some more stuff in there because it shouldn't cost you more money. I never, never once said that that's, that's the bill and that's the final bill. We'll never go over this. When you say something like that, that then you're kind of on the hook. That, that phrase was never uttered. And I, I started losing my shit, guys. Podcast friends, I don't usually lose my shit. I started losing my shit with this because I'd already had another episode early in the week. He'd already put me on edge with people, and I was just like, you know what? I need some good people. I need some friendly people, and we did. We had some really nice people. Oh, my God. Wheelchair dad, wheelchair, uh, his daughter is handicapped. Oh, my God. This guy was a sweetheart. We'd, we should all be so lucky to be the, the, the mindset that this man has. Oh, my God, it's just his point of view on life. This guy's just a gem. Not the BMW guy. 
Uh, so I, I almost wanted to throw his keys at him and say, GTFO. But I said, all right, you know what? And I, I, I said, look, my reputation is worth more than a measly 475 bucks. You know, basically kind of a, a real soft put down that he's grinding me over 475. And I, I'm like, I don't drive an X7, but I certainly could fling around 500 bucks and not get all pissy about it. I said, you tell me what's fair. What? I think we should just maybe split that part in the middle. Fine, done. Do the math. Comes out to like 22 and change. Want to use a credit card? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, good. All right, here you go. Go ahead and feel free to wash it. Don't wax it for the next 30 days. If I can help you anymore in the, in the future, just let me know. Basically, I want to say I will not help you in the future anymore. I will warranty that work. But the other thing was, sidebar, the wife's Macan Turbo. Can you please take a look at a couple things? Sure. On the roof rail on the driver's side, a dent was attempted, a bunch of highs and lows, and then somebody took like a Scotch-Brite pad and scuffed it clear so you couldn't see it. He's like, it looks like this will just polish out. I go, what happened? He's like, I had a dent guy take it out. I go, what did he charge you? He's like, $250. Oh, you paid that, huh? He's like, yeah, I'm not really that happy with it. I'm not really that happy with it. He's bitching at me for two drops of wax, and he's got a dent that is jacked up on the rail right above the, the, the wife's door. She gets to see it every day when they go in that car. And he's not quite happy with that. I, I, there's no way that dude paid for that work. No way. And then as we're looking at the X7, I glance back over at the, the Cayenne. I go, what happened to that rear door? He's like, what do you mean? I go, and Jeff's like, yeah. you know, the, See the reflections got kind of like a big, a big uh, jag in there. There's like a big low in the middle of that door. The paint looks shiny, but it's been hit, hasn't it? He's like, how'd you know? I'm like, well, it's just not a good job. That body works. And I just basically, just, just letting him know, you know what? You go grind for a deal, and you're not typically going to get really good quality. You get what you pay for 99% of the time. With us, you got what you paid for and got exceptional quality. But then you bitched. So if this customer, which he probably won't, I think seemed like a relatively intelligent man. I think he knows our business is done. I'm not going to touch that roof rail, that ship box repair, nor will I redo the bodywork on his Macan Turbo right rear door. Why? Because he wasn't gracious. He wasn't fair. He agreed to do repair and then tried to rescind to try to get a deal. That's why. I don't need a pat on the back. I don't need an attaboy. But I do need somebody to pay the bill when they agreed to. And yeah, I was in the right, and I could have pushed it. But as I said about my reputation, the guy would probably could have gone home and given me a negative review saying blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter. Even if I'm right, people are going to say a negative review. And I bring in a lot of business due to my reputation. And this jackass, that did not help. That did not help at all. So, another one. Range Rover comes in. Mona, last Friday. Dented quarter panel, scrape bumper, and then she hit her husband's car as well. She's, she's in tears. I told her, calm down, Mona. It's all right. She's pregnant, visibly pregnant, if you know what I mean. Like, it's third trimester. Hey, let's not get the baby all upset. It's just a car. We're going to get this taken care of. Don't, don't lose any. Don't sweat it. All right? Not a big thing. And the husband is out there, and then he's, he's kind of sniped, kind of like chipping at her. I'm like, wow. Dude, that's your baby in her belly, and you're pissing her off. I'm like, it's going to be fine. We'll take care of this. Don't worry about it. It's just cars. 
just cars. Okay, well, how much to fix the dents and how much to fix the bumper? We broke it down. Okay, all right. And then we had to buy a part for her. Scheduled her in, bought the part, and then she comes in and she says, you know, I just want to fix the bumper. I don't want to fix the dented part because uh, I want to save that money to fix my husband's car. And I'm not with her, but she tells Jeff this. And Jeff takes a picture of the invoice where her pointing at what she wants done. She says, just the bumper. Comes to pick the car up in the afternoon. You guys didn't fix the other part. No, we didn't. And the husband's with her. Why not? Uh, you said just to fix the bumper. Why would I just have part of the repair done? What kind of shop just does part of the work? Literally, this is what she said. Jeff and I are losing our shit because we know exactly what she asked for, but then she flipped a complete 180. She's putting us down for doing what she asked us to do. So, all right, no worries. We'll do the other part. Just leave the car. Okay, I'll just leave the car. Not a problem. So I push out the dents. Real nice access area in the lower quarter panel uh, in Rovers because they're aluminum. They got a little seam there. Not like the, not unlike the X7 does. Pretty similar. And I glass those bitches. And then uh, she didn't want to do any paint on it. So we touched up the very bottom of like the last one-eighth inch, the little edge of the quarter panel got scraped. I don't want to paint that. Just just touch it up. All right. And I told her, it's not going to be smooth. It's going to be tight. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, it's fine. Picks it up. She's like, that looks like shit. How am I supposed to drive a car looking like that? Okay. So now we got to paint her quarter panel. I said, I'll tell you what, I didn't charge you for that touch-up. I got to paint your quarter mile. I got to charge you $200. $200, guys, to paint the quarter panel. Well, I don't think that's fair. This lady's a piece of work, right? And she, and then she's texting me later on at, because they left the car again. And I don't think it's fair that you're misrepresenting the repair and this and that and the other. I'm like, I'll tell you what, take the $200 off. We'll just paint it. I'm just trying to get rid of it at this point. It's damage control. This lady's BSC, bat shit crazy. We fix it. Unfortunately, Jeff, because the paint was still wet on the bumper, it pulled up a tiny bit at the at the, the, the seam. And I didn't know that. She came to pick up the car. This is Jeff's fault for not telling me this. Now she's just irate. And they've left the car twice. They're not gonna leave it a third time. Even though those two times were her fault. This time it was ours. But we didn't have to get out, get out of jail free cars. We look like dumbasses or whatever at this point. So she goes home. I'm not there when she picks it up, by the way. I'm, I'm out going out with my buddy for dinner. It's like 6 o'clock. She goes home and drops a, a one star on us and says all kinds of fun stuff like I'm racist. She did. I, don't, I must not like brown people. And uh, funny thing about that is all I had to do is post up a picture of my family and she would look like a complete moron. I didn't like her because she was a, a two-faced can't talk straight customer. I mean, just shoot us straight. Tell us what you want. And if you change your mind, own it. That's it. Just communicate. My wife's like, you know, obviously you didn't communicate with her. I'm like, I don't know how I could have communicated better. We have a photo of her pointing out what she wanted done. What more can I do? I mean, I guess I could have had her sign the paper, you know, and sign off and everything. But it just goes to show you when you're dealing with people, you're going to get some wild cards. You're going to get people you just can't make happy. Like the Lexus lady, 
This guy at the XM was happy. He just wanted it for cheap. And and what do you call it? And then Mona with the with the rover. And I I swear, and it's I thought I connected with this lady. As a matter of fact, the first part of her one-star review is this guy is a really nice guy. That's the that's the first line of the review. Well, yeah, at least she says I'm sweet. But then she goes to say we just were we're also, you know, two-faced and cheaters and liars and, and everything else. So what's the lesson here? For you guys, the lesson is beware because sometimes you just don't know. You just don't know. You deal with the customers, with the public. If you do wholesale, you, you're probably safe, right? You deal retail, it's a wild card. And we had a couple rough ones this week. We just did. All in one. Usually we don't have more than one every six months. I kid you not. Our client base is sugar. Sugar. This week it was a little bit spice. Just was. And I, like I said, I always try to make everybody happy. I take pride in my work. I want shit to look fucking perfect, gleaming, shiny, sparkly, beautiful, pretty. And a lot of people appreciate that. Some don't. Some want something else. And I can't provide that. I just can't. Sometimes. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes I even jump through those fiery hoops. So, anyway. So, what's this podcast episode about? Oof. Try to screen your customers as best as possible and you're going to miss some and then the best thing you do is cut bait. So, oh, by the way, you might be wondering, the footnote and then we'll, we'll drop, the, drop the bomb here. We'll cut it. We'll cut loose. Drop the mic. How did I get, get her to get rid of that one-star review? What do you guys think? It was like eleven dollars or $1,200 pair. Gave it all back to her. Every stinking penny. Brian, if you want to give me all that money back, you'll never hear from me again. I'll drop that review. Sounds good, Mona. Sounds good. That'll do, pig. That'll do. So, that was it. That was it. Gave her her money back. And, you know, she could have said, ah, F you. I'm, I'm the review stands. I can't just go charge her card again. That was a risk. But I was willing to take it. And she did. She stood by her word. I appreciate that. Even though her and I couldn't communicate our way out of a bag, Mona got a free repair. She got free dent repair. She got a free quarter panel painted and bumper for the amazing low price of zero. It happens. Too frequently this week, by the way. So right now, I'm like a freaking hawk. <laughs> Any customer comes in, I don't want anybody talking to them. I'm going to talk to them, and I'm going to ask for freaking blood. And hopefully they pass the litmus test. Otherwise, if the rabbit dies, kick rocks. Go down the road, man. We're not taking care of your car. I'm going to probably reject more people than I probably need to. There's going to be some friendly fire, guys. Oh, well. All right, man. I appreciate you guys. I love you very much. Thanks for listening. One episode this week. I apologize, but we're going to cut back a little bit. Times are tough. So, maybe a second. We'll see. Diago's coming in. Maybe if he produces some good content for me. Yeah. But anyway, man, thanks so much. Appreciate your ears. And we'll catch you on the next million dollar PDR podcast. Bye bye for now.